Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today's choice was mine, and it was Phantom in the Twilight. Uh, it has the genres of reverse harem, action, drama, romance, and supernatural. Uh, it came out in July 2018. It ran for 12 episodes with the producer of Happy Elements and the studio Linden Films. Honestly, I was expecting it to be bad. I wasn't disappointed, it, it, but at the same time, <laughs> this, this was actually something that I probably would have watched on my own if it had a different cover, yeah. if it had a different, uh, I guess, feeling. Because when you look at the, the little clip of the image that shows you all the main characters, it, it, it looks like a cafe-esque anime nothing real special about it but it actually had a lot of action yeah well you know i mean like ironically it half of it does take place in a cafe <laughs> okay fair, fair which yeah. i mean really serves no purpose other than being a meeting place for all the main characters and it also takes place in modern day london with a futuristic unrealistic application that serves to be only a plot mover you know i i notice a lot in this happens to be super convenient for the plot not and that's not to say that it's bad it's just very predictable this whole you can anime was very predictable i mean <sighs> i don't know there was there was one thing at the very end that i didn't see coming at all um yeah but we'll, we'll get to that so which um, ironically is the only real interesting point like it, it builds up all this stuff and it's like cool with nothing but letdowns all the way through and then you get to the very end and then it's like what that would have been great to to have a more in-depth story on rather than have it be thrown in at the very last minute i don't know they, they, there were some really cool points because what i noticed was one of the things that they said was the more um accurate you are the more accurate you are to a myth or an urban legend the more potent the solution is so silver hurts a werewolf uh so you have a werewolf who is very very true to the myth silver hurts him a whole lot more than than a werewolf that doesn't which makes no sense to me well the, also at the exact same time they uh, counteract that by by having what would potentially be a death sentence for said werewolf or vampire is not in fact they it just like serves no purpose other than filling in a random conversation they even state throughout the anime they even said uh, uh the creatures that they are they're called umbras 
they even state they don't really die. They never really die. They just That's come back. Their, their, and, their and, legend doesn't die. Well, no, like the being doesn't die. Like they'll, the exact personification will come back. The only thing that'll be different is the memories and the personality. And that's it. Like the exact look of that person will actually come back. Now, what I thought was really cool about this anime is at the end of every episode, you have your little after credits, little, I guess, cute montage where the characters are now like chibi or chibi, whatever you call them, um, miniature cute versions of themselves. And they've got a whole dialogue and that's their wait for next episode thing. But yeah, <laughs> it was funny in the particular episode. So you have the three main characters, the three main monster characters, which is essentially Dracula, uh, werewolf dude. And for some weird reason, you've got a guy who can pull out almost any machine gun, gun, modern, more weapon. Uh, so they had him uh, labeled as a tool, a doll. I mean, so how they explained his existence. Yeah. Uh, and his name is Taryu. Um, is that he was dropped behind enemy lines and then go completely berserk and kill and destroy everything around him only to then self-destruct. Now, they keep, also keep referencing Tones, uh, who's the the main female character. Uh, they keep referencing her great-grandmother, who died a hundred years yeah, ago. And her grandmother was uh, Rajin? <laughs> Rijin? Rijan? Okay. Rijan. Rijan. That's it. Okay. Well, whatever. Um, th- that she was a uh, hunter for the Umbras, but at the same time, she really wasn't a hunter. She was more along the lines of trying to bridge the... She was trying to bridge the gap. Live with... Live exactly. with rather than war. Yeah, between... Because yeah. uh, I was huge in World War One. remember? It was. And, and, well, you know, that's the other thing, right? Because they're urban legends. They never grow old. They never die. So all of them are over 100 years old. For the first Umbra that is bad that you run into is a goblin. And the goblins steal a bunch of stuff. And the so Vlad, the werewolf, and the, the doll, I guess, the tool, um, all mention that, oh, they're so new they can't speak yet. Uh, in reference to the goblins. So Umbras are made consistently. And that's why you have the Umbra umbra hunters who is who <laughs> counteract they kill them i guess but you can't kill an umbra so like what yeah so that's the other thing so the 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 umbra's hunters the hunters go out and kill them but they're actually not dead so you technically aren't killing them they're just disappearing temporarily to come back Yes, and, and uh, there was a lost art, essentially, um, that resurfaces later on in the story, but there were shamans who were able to essentially bring the Umbra, the, the, the urban legends or the fears of the people, into themselves, and I guess that was how they used to defeat them? Uh, I guess? And, and see, that's, that's one of the things that I really have a difficult time with uh, for this anime. It's that for this one, they're really... They they don't do a lot of delving into the story as a whole. A lot of it's really surface layer story with no substance. That said, if you're going into it just to numb yourself, like just, just as a filler for the seasons that aren't really exciting, if you will, for instance, this season, this current year season of 
2020 spring. There are not many anime that I like, oh, I got to wait till Tuesday to watch that. I'm looking forward. There's there's not many of those. This is an anime I would watch in place of that. I would watch this anime if I was bored out of my mind and wanted something to put me to sleep. I'm not going to lie. When I was watching this a couple of times, I actually nodded off. I had a repeat couple of episodes simply because of that. Really? It's weird. This is one of the episodes I didn't find tiring. It's not I, that I found it tiring. I just found it boring? bland boring it it had really it, it, it just to me it just held no substance mm, i did kind of get tired of the i got tired of the the plot driving factor of you have these two girls coming from china and they're like you're my world all of a sudden they get separated one gets kidnapped and one ends up being um adopted into the twilight brigade or whatever at the cafe that's called cafe forbidden and right she can use magic or something yeah well she can use magic which i guess is kind of also drawing on some other kind of power for there's a cost but then that cost is kind of lost when they do delve into the cost it's like yeah she drew on too much power she lost her memories of who this person was and her hair like randomly became bright red from the earlobes down and then after an episode or two of her just basically laying in bed saying i can't remember i need to remember something what is it remembers it and now my hair is all brunette again let's go save this no, the thing that annoyed me about that episode was I, I counted the character had no additional dialogue other than the words "I'm bored" for like eight straight minutes. Yeah, like they 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 go, "I'm bored." What are they doing? I'm bored, and then they flashed over to the the three monsters essentially talking about what are we going to do if we can't get her back, and then back to her. I'm so bored. They're probably having fun working. Yeah. And then it flashed back to them again, it, same conversation. And you're it's just, uh, it's just it was annoying. That episode was annoying, and that episode just really deterred me from this series as a whole even more. I do wish that they would have explained where the extra like power came from she put on a ring which helped her draw from the shadow but then later on she's able to like use that same power and like manipulate matter it was a very inconsistent very convenient power plot and then instead of like losing life you would change your hair color and get stronger yeah Maybe. but at, at first it was like her hair color was changing and there was a cost to her using the power which was her memories but then she get her memory back her hair color went back to normal and then they showed her using her power with a strip of her hair becoming red and then they continued having her use her power and her hair became redder and then it all became red and then everything was fine and it was like still okay, no cost there's still no cost so what was the what was the cost of this supposed power of for using this power like we know the main bad guy or two of the main bad guys right hyacin which yeah arguably he was a bad guy he, who was also tone's great uncle was he though yeah because he was the 
the brother of Rijan, her great grandmother. So, okay, maybe I didn't get that out of it. He even I, Vlad, the vampire, the other main character, even says, "Oh, you're the traitor, big brother." See, I, yes, he did say that, but I, I, I took that as a, a slight miss translation i thought they meant he was a senior like they were in a group and he was just the older of no. the group i didn't realize it was, it was taken to be literal but in that case how was he able to live for so damn long eating so much he even said how he's able to add years to his life is by eating the livers of the magic use- users so he was going to kill tone and her friend and eat their livers to live longer <laughs> When I, when, I saw, when I saw that, um, don't take this the wrong way. Um, I, I was silence thinking of the silence lambs. of the lambs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, me too. Me too. Uh, I was waiting for the fava beans comment, yeah. but that never came. <laughs> it, it would have been a nice payoff. It would have been a great payoff. Uh-huh. But he's like, yes, no, I ate some other livers and this helped me mm-hmm. sustain my life for a few years longer. And it's like, cool. Well, did you have some fava beans with them? <laughs> yeah. And a Chianti or a Chianti? Yeah. Jeez. Um, so, yeah, that's why he looks so young. But he was also expending his life force for this failed Umbra that he created himself to help keep it regenerating he was trading his own life force for it so that's why he became old and i don't know and then you had the other great great well well, well let's let's hold off on, on exposing this little gem of a main character for a minute uh so, no not main character you mean the the well, backup uh, villain. backup main villain, villain. <laughs> He he was a super bad guy. He had a really thorough and in-depth backstory and he had a lineage and oh wait, no, he didn't. He had none of that. His his name was essentially backup. His name it wasn't essentially backup. His name was backup. In fact, everyone referred to him as backup. And that's not true. Vlad called him the boss. No, he Vlad is the boss. He told backup to listen to him. He's like, you get you're not the boss. I am the boss. You need to listen to me. I will always watch after my subordinates. Oh, dear Lord. Uh, you know, this, it was, uh, I would love so, to, you know how- I, I, I'm going to try and say something positive. Okay. I'm going to try and say something positive here about this show. Well, I got plenty positive to say, but yeah, let's see what you got. Um, At least it takes a different spin on how urban legends come into existence. Yes, it could have done a whole lot better, but I do agree. It was wholly original. It was not something that I saw coming, and it is something that is very fun to think about. That said, most 12-episode anime go with, uh, for the first six episodes, you have, like, a storyline. For the second six episodes, you have a storyline. And usually they they converge, or they're one big storyline, but you've got, like, a, a monumental point where you're like, oh, this is my, my, my thought process has changed. This is kind of cool. In this one, from one to six, you're trying to find um, Tor's friend. From six through 12, the two bad guys are like, let's play a game. I get, I bet my girl can be stronger than your girl. And the whole thing... 
it, it's, it does play that. It's like the first six episodes. Well, here's the thing, right? They have like two different storylines going on here. So you have Haseen trying to get more power out of tone for the first six. And then the second six is him, uh, Haseen and backup going, I have, we each have our own magical girls. Let's pit them against each other and see who's better. And then the other storyline that's maintained all the way throughout is tone going, I need to find my best friend. Yeah. Okay. Well, see the thing is tone was like i don't know a generator she could generate so much magical energy and her friend just happens to be like an absorption magnet for whatever she can take all of umbras so what she could do and what was kind of awesome was that she was able to absorb everybody's uh all the umbras and like then she could use bits and pieces of them which was awesome Awesome. Great concept. Fantastic. Except for the fact that when she passes out, I guess, um, she lets everyone she absorbed loose all well, at once. I would uh I would say that it's not because she passed out, it's because Vlad willingly got sucked into her and then somehow broke out of her by destroying this microchip that was implanted in her neck by backup to cause her to be in a perpetual VR world that allowed him backup to basically control her and do his bidding through that microchip that was on the surface of her neck on the back. Now, that concept is really awesome. Don't get me wrong. But that's not my biggest problem with that scene. My biggest problem is Vlad the Impaler, Vlad Dracul, the the vampire, is stronger than a genie, is stronger than a chimera, is strong legendary beasts essentially that she's already absorbed and can control no problem uh the answer to your question is yes no wrong this this show proves you wrong sir no okay yeah give me one wish with a genie i wish that vlad was dead oh he's look, done look he was a vampire that not only yeah. could survive for over a hundred years without drinking human blood but well, could literally he, he, walk during the day water. he drinks yeah, he's a daywalker yeah he's, he's a day, yeah well and then some. i mean like he, you could stab him through the heart with a cross-shaped spear that's silver it, and he'd it, still it be okay wasn't the heart it was just off to the side and remember umbra never die they just so basically you're fighting an immortal enemy that's never going to die saying you're going to go out there and you're going to kill them all but it's never going to happen because they're actually going to take over the world because they can't be killed it's good to know now would, wouldn't it be a really interesting and kind of awesome not necessarily plot twist but but story device that the like nightmare on elm stream kind of thing where if you stop seeing it or you stop thinking about it it goes away like think about this let's say well that's what uh backup's ultimate goal was right he was like he wanted to remove fear from the world which would essentially cause the umbras to cease to exist yeah it, I let's mean, enslave everyone so that we can get rid of monsters. But the monsters could kill me? I, I uh. There's so many things. So many things wrong. One of the things at the very end, when Hussein was actually running away, that really intrigued me, and I wish they delved more into it, and they kind of hinted at it, that it was like they were pushing hard for the hopes of a season two, um, okay. is that Hussein got killed by this little girl, who then, at the end of episode 12 as well, after the credits, makes an appearance, and you kind of feel like that's 
Rijan, her great grandmother reincarnated or who came back as a Umbra, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, actually that that is possible because one of the things that they mentioned that backup said to um Hassan was that, you know, you're gonna become an urban legend yourself if you keep going on the route you're going on. You're gonna become an Umbra. Yeah. Um, but okay, so yeah, that was kind of cool. At the very end, the little girl was like, Goodbye, my other self. Yeah. Um, and that was I was like, oh, okay, cool. This is great buildup for season two. But with action like the the main clash, when Tom comes over and she's like, I need to kill all of these beasts coming out of my best friend. I'm gonna pick up the spear. I'm like, all right, cool. She's gonna start slashing and stuff. Maybe she went through like a montage of workout regiment and 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 fighting that I didn't see. Whoa, whoa, but, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's yeah. cool your jets there, mister. You cannot you cannot I, I repeat you cannot put that kind of pressure on her like that all right she just needs you know to be she, magically good at all weapons and fighting styles instantly but, but here's the thing i agree with you I, that you know magic is everything here's the problem i could have given they could have given her instead of a badass looking spear that i have no idea where it came from and and just really awesome like final charging scene they could have given her a plushie for all the effect that that spear did because all she needed to slam the butt of the spear not even the sharp end the butt of the spear into the ground creating a shockwave and killing all of the i say killing because they she wiped them out like hard it was a huge like explosion that didn't kill any of her friends which was weird look you were seeing just the shockwave effect of her love for her friend and and her her love interests being enveloped in this aura and dispelling all the negative energies around them so that way she could protect them but you know that umbra don't die so she just what moved them away why would she want to kill something that can't be killed that's a waste of energy she just needed to get them out of the area so that way they could relax (laughs) let the orgy commence exactly (laughs) (laughs) oh jeez it just I don't know. It is something that I, again, if there was nothing that intrigued me, this was, it had the good news, the good notes. It had a plot you could follow. It was clear in what it wanted to do, not necessarily succeeded in what it wanted to do. And the fight scenes were kind of cool. Fight scenes were all right. The fight scenes were all right. I mean, the, the, take this into account. One character I thought they did really well for his first 20 minutes (laughs) was Van Helsing. He showed up super badass. Dude has some epic eyebrows. How do you not show up like that without epic eyebrows? All right. Well, not just that, but his strategy was pristine. It was. was, And then he he failed. Well, he failed because he lost the backup, but he fought one-on-one with Vlad. He fought one-on-one with the wolf guy. He fought one-on-one with the doll and he was able to overtake all of them at first. Yeah, but and when he overtook him, he was like, ha, they're already done and everything like that. And then it's like, yeah, no, 
we were actually just messing around with you. You think we can't stand up to these type of things? And that's it. It's like they were just sitting there biding their time and they never even said what what the whole purpose of that was. It was to show that he can be beaten by immortal legends? With backup, he wasn't. He was smart enough to take into account. And he was a good character that they just really messed up on. Because at the very end, he's like, oh, you humans, you tried to kill me, but I love all humans and you have my forgiveness. Let me jump out of this three-story high window that I just shattered so easily. It's scary. I'm not going to land on any of this glass that's falling with me on my bare feet. And I'm just going to jog off. No yep. problem. Yep. That makes sense. Makes sense. So, to I mean, me. they, they took a potentially good character and just ruined it. <sighs> like but. they did with so many other characters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's mind numbing and it's, it's colorful. It'll, it'll help you sleep, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So scale up to 10. My scale. So mm, I, I'm going to give it a five because I actually would watch this again. Oh, good for you. Yeah, I would watch it again. I wouldn't recommend it to any aficionados, but I would. It's just as sad as it sounds. It's kind of up my alley as far as mind numb and and entertaining okay beyond that beyond that it, it's trash. if there was something better on it's, <laughs> it's, it's trash just trash it had good animation yeah i argue against that i i give it a three Woo! i give it a okay. three because the animation wasn't that great for me uh okay. it felt honestly a little choppy at times for me it, it felt very choppy That's uh fair. the story it felt like they were trying to do something with it but they ended up laughing Lacking on it, and it I, as I said before, they it, there was no substance to it. There, there, it was just all surface, and that's it. Fair, I understand that. I, I see that they could have done a lot more. I'm just really disappointed they didn't do a lot more. And then when it came to the to the bad guys, at least for one of them, they got really lazy by naming him Backup. Yeah, yeah. Backup had no background, and Backup was literally Backup for one of the other characters for Helsing. And then they also had like a couple random turns that just like kind of played no real story movie. Real, no, movement. Really, no, no real importance. I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, like for a 12 episode yeah. anime, there shouldn't, if you're going to do stories like that, they should be like half episodes with like, let me fill you in what happened the last three episodes, because obviously we're losing people all the way through. <laughs> Yeah, we're losing people. But, I mean, think about this. There were only, what, three, maybe three uh, characters that died that you were supposed to feel something for but didn't because the next episode they were back? I guess. That's why why it's not getting any higher than a five for me. Yeah, and that's part of the reason why I'm not going any higher than three. All right. So, next week is your choice, sir. It is. And I'm going to go with one that looks interesting that I have in my queue that I actually have never watched. Um, But because I put it in my queue, that means I intended to watch it at one point in time. So let's subject you to my odd tastes, I guess. Taboo Tattoo. Taboo Tattoo. Um, Yeah, looks like it's pretty interesting. Uh, I think I've actually seen this one too on top of that. So that'll be good. And it'll be interesting. Uh, came out in 2016. Uh, it's, uh, 12 episodes long. It is rated R. So definitely not one for the little kids. I know I choose it, right? Oh yeah. 
Uh, well, that's all the time that we have for today. We hope you enjoyed this week's. If you've seen uh, this week's choice, last week's choice, any of the other choices, feel free to reach out to us. Let us know what you thought of them. If we uh, missed anything, be uh, happy to hear from you, even respond to you on here. And uh, you can reach out to us at featuredanimepodcast at gmail.com you, or you can tweet at us at those anime guys. And we even have a Discord server. The link for that is in the show notes. And if you want to leave a voicemail, feel free to do so. We also have the link for that in the show notes. Until next time, I'm Jack. And I'm Rick. We'll see you later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.